welcome to another episode of Social PR Secrets, the podcast. My name is Lisa Beyer, and I'll be your host. Today's guest is Colin Austin. Colin owns a scooter business in Gainesville, Florida called Scooters for Less. I caught up with Colin when I noticed how he was using Snapchat as a primary social media channel for his business. This interview was recorded as part of my social media management class at the University of Florida. There's still some great tips in here, and Austin is a great guy to know and follow. Used scooter alert, people, right here. This color has been fire color. Tell your friends, people. Teal green RX50, beautiful shape. Only 2,200 miles. Let me know. I'm Lisa Beyer, and I'm here today with Colin Austin with New Scooters for Less. Hey, everyone. And we're going to be talking about the power of Snapchat and using it to promote a business. Okay, hey, Colin. Hi. How's it going? Fantastic. How are you? Very good. Thanks for coming to our Thanks dealership. Thanks for having today. me. Well, I'm here for a good reason because I discovered you um, are doing some awesome things. Um, not only your business, New Scooters for Less, but also you're using social media and specifically Snapchat to promote your business. So, how did you tell us first about about your business? Okay, so New Scooters for Less is a scooter dealership here in Gainesville, Florida. We're on a mission to make Gainesville the scooter capital of the world. Um, in summary, like I was that college kid in 2004 that would sit and wait to get on the bus and then the bus would drive by with those big words that said full bus. It used to drive me absolutely insane. I could never get on the bus to go to class and uh, you know, I decided to solve that problem. And Do here we are many years later, <laughs> still solving it to this day. So we're here in Gainesville and University of Florida campus is a couple blocks away. Your audience is obviously college students. And so you're using social media. Let's just talk about social media in general. So how do you use social media from a business standpoint to reach your audience? You know, I think uh, the most important thing for me as a business owner is to continue to build those relationships with the customers. Um, you know, so many people today look at social media as like, oh, I'm gonna go put this 20% off discount on my Facebook page. and. Uh, I've just learned that that's completely the wrong way to do it. And I, I just use it as a way to, you know, share the experiences that are happening with those customers here at New Scooters for Less, but also continue to connect with those customers and to, to build those relationships. I don't want the experience to necessarily stop the day that they got get their scooter. I want it to continue throughout the lifetime that they have that scooter. So you're using social media as a way to keep that relationship going. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's been so great about Snapchat is, you know, I have that ability to actually have that one-on-one -on -one interaction. Um, customers can snap me directly and they know that if they have a question regarding their scooter or if their scooter's making that weird sound, they're like, oh, this doesn't sound right. They can like physically take a recording and say, Colin, 
does this sound okay or do I need to bring this in? And uh, it's, it's just those little interactions that just enhance you know, that customer's experience. So you're, almost, you're using Snapchat in a way also from a customer service standpoint. All the time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not like something that I'm like proud of in terms of like saying like these things happen, but like customers, I mean, these are mechanical machines. Um, and you know, we sell hundreds of them every single year. And the, and the fact is like, they're not, you know, they're not gonna be perfect all the time. So if something goes wrong, like for example, I had a young lady who broke down on her scooter at 10 o'clock at night and her scooter, you know, wouldn't start. She couldn't get it started. So she sends me a snap saying, hey, like, you know, I'm stuck, you know, can you help me? Hoping that I was gonna have my phone on me and check my snap and of course, like I see the snap come in. And so I open up Snapchat and, and I help her problem solve and I help her get that scooter started. And she was able to get home safely, which is, you know, which was my only priority at that time. Um, but I've had that happen with Twitter as well. You know, I had a, a dad actually a few weeks ago hit me up on a Friday night, 8 p.m. saying, at NSRL, please help. My daughter is, you know, is stuck somewhere. And um, I was able to get his contact information and physically call them on a Friday night. So it's just, you know, when the dealership's closed and the phone, nobody's here answering the phone, it's a way for customers to still be able to get in touch with us. And, um, and you know, not all of it's troubleshooting, but it's great to have it for troubleshooting. Um, a lot of it's just saying hello. And I actually had a young lady hit me up yesterday saying, hey, your team's telling me I need a job here. <laughs> you know, will you like, will you hire me? So and customer service, recruiting. Recruiting. And storytelling and just sharing, you know, what's happening behind the scenes at your business is one of the things I've noticed. I follow you on Snapchat. So tell us about some of the content you use and you create each day on Snapchat and how do you come up with the ideas and what are some of your favorites that you do? Actually, I think, uh, you know, and you know this, one of my favorite entrepreneurs is Gary Vaynerchuk, and he says to document, not create. You know, and that's all I'm doing. So I'm just kind of documenting my day, whether it's, you know, at 7 a.m. going to Morning Mile with my kids and, and, you know, dropping them off at school all the way through the business day till the time I leave at, you know, 8, 9 o'clock at night. Um, so it's really just kind of documenting the day. Of course, there's some parts of the day that are more exciting than others, and so I try to capture those moments. Um, but that's all it is. And you, you have a mix. You have a mix of personal side and business side, depending on what time of day it is for you, obviously, right? I do, yeah. Um, you know, I have, I love showing kind of like the, the dad side of me as well. You know, it's fun. My, of course, my kids are at that age where they're extremely cute and they do those really, you know, three-year-old type things. <laughs> so it's, it's fun to, to get them and get their interactions and play with the, the filters and the, the screens, you know, and put the funny faces on them and that kind of thing. So I love doing that as well. But And how do you measure? Because that's one of the biggest challenges that you hear about when it comes to Snapchat and businesses and brands. I mean, brands are really embracing Snapchat, but they're also challenged by how do you measure? So how do you measure Snapchat and how can you tell what's working and what's not? Maybe I'm different when it comes to this, but I, I don't. Like, I, don't, I just don't care. You know, like uh, there's days where I have 100 people check in and then there's days where I get closer to 200 people check in. And I mean, it's kind of interesting to know that these are people that, have, that care enough to actually physically go and look at my story. Um, and you know, what is it that they see in that and why they want to check in? Like, I, I, I don't know, I just continue to document and, and let them check in. And you see uh, your audience growing? 
I do, yeah. Consist. I mean, it's not. It's not like you get like extreme growth, but I mean, obviously during our busy, busy season, I saw more and more people um, checking in, seeing what's happening at the dealership. I think there is a lot of you know curiosity that that Snapchat creates, and and obviously when we were in the process of moving this summer, there was a lot of renovation going on, and so that was kind of exciting because people were like, oh, like I'm getting behind the scenes of this office being built, and I'm getting behind the scene. Like I was physically asking people. What color do you like? <laughs> do you like this red? Do you like this green? Do you like you know what color is it that you like? Um, and and actually soliciting like customers' feedback for our dealership, which they was kind of they were part of the experience, part of the decision making, which was really cool. Um, so it's just a little bit of mix. And then like one thing that we've kind of become known for is Fast Forward Friday, and I don't, it's just something that I just made up out of nowhere, and and we just started doing all the snaps on Fridays and Fast Forward. So, you know, everybody's running around talking like a mouse. Everything's super quick, and, and it's just, it, I don't know, it's just interesting, I guess. One of the things that I thought was cool of what you were doing over the summer is that a lot of the college students, your audience was not, they weren't physically here in Gainesville, but then they could follow what was happening, you know, with your progress and the new building and the new location and whatever, you know, what was happening. So by the time they got back to Gainesville, they, they pretty much knew what was going on. It wasn't, they weren't trying to figure it out once they got here. Yeah, and I think that's a, what's really cool about cross-blending platforms because really nobody's going to know of of my Snapchat unless they're want looking for a scooter or they or they've been exposed to us some in some other form or fashion. Um, so one of the things that we do is you know when the University of Florida sends out the notifications that hey you've been accepted to UF you know that's usually I think it's in April you know all the students start finding you know all the incoming class start finding out that they're that they've been accepted right. to UF. You know, we start looking through all the hashtags. So for this year, we started looking at hashtag UF20. And we just started congratulating people. You know, congratulations. We look forward to seeing you this fall. And we just start that conversation months in advance, months before they even show up to Gainesville. Right. And it's just it's just really putting that first impression, starting that relationship early. And hopefully they see, you know, through, you know, through Twitter that they see our, uh, you know, Snapchat code and like, oh, like, let me, you know, take a look at this. And... That's just another way that we've been able to grow to grow a following, but really just expose people to our business early. So speaking of cross-promoting and your um, Snapchat URL, so I love what you're doing with the cross-promotion on offline types of um, marketing. So can you tell us a li little bit about that besides your business cards, which are awesome? What else do you do offline with Snapchat or cross-promoting? Uh, I have it on my shirt. <laughs> so there's a little snap code on my shirt. Uh, we put it on all of our invoices. So like each invoice that prints from the computer has a Snapchat code in the corner. The actual receipts that print have the Snapchat code on there. Um, it's really hoping that those people who see it are just going to instantly recognize, you know, what it is. And, and um, it's usually not a problem for us because right now, you know, our demographic is that college student, and a lot of college students are on Snapchat. So they see the the symbol and they instantly recognize that. Oh, like this is a Snapchat code. Um, so we've just been able to do that. Obviously, when you, I guess, well, that's online. I was going to say on platforms, just using yeah, the picture, mm -hmm. using the picture as your profile picture, and those types of things have helped a lot. Um, but offline, I think the shirt's actually been one of the one of the most interesting. I've actually had people come up to me like I'll be at a networking event and they'll be like, "Oh, whose Snapchat code is that?" And I'll be like, "Oh, it's mine." They're like, "Man, that's like." The most brilliant thing ever, <laughs> and then like they they literally like push me over and like scan, <laughs> like hold on, let me scan it. And I've been able to, you know, meet 
and actually build those relationships with other business owners and stuff within the market. So That's great. So what advice would you give to businesses just starting out or students just starting out maybe for their personal brand on Snapchat or just in general social media? What tips in, in starting out, getting some a following, growing? You know, to not focus on how many people are watching or how many followers I have or, uh, you know, I think there's just so much pressure like, like, I mean, our Instagram has 500, 600 people. It's not like we have 10,000 or 15,000. Um, and really, like, it's it's the depth of those relationships. You know, focus on Their actually, quality. yeah, focus on actually, you know, establishing a relationship with those people on the other end. Um, you know, don't push, push, push. You know, there's everybody is just like, when social media came out, it's just like, oh, I'm like pushing my agenda, you know, my sales, my, you know, whatever. Like, push, 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 instead of just focusing on building that relationship and connecting with the people on the other end. And there's multiple ways to do that. Uh, but I feel like if you do that, it's going to be more authentic. It's going to come across as like this company, even if it is a company or personal, you know, whatever it is, actually cares about the person on the other side. So you talked about Gary Vaynerchuk, and um, we're actually reading Ask Gary V as part of our required reading for the class. Great book. Yeah. <laughs> um, so his style is actually kind of push, 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 but he, and he definitely is authentic, I would say. Um, so, you know, where do you find that balance? Because he's, you know, you're very laid back and the Gary Vee style is not so laid back and, you know, everybody Well, has... you know, Gary Vee ref refers to it as jab, 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 right hook, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's giving value, giving value, giving value. There's so many different ways to give value. Um, and when you're using the platforms, when you're using Snapchat, like, you know, it could be by giving free advice. Like I could teach people how to do an oil change and so many people are like, oh, but that's going to like that's going to scare people, you know, or people are going to say, oh, but you're, they're going to start doing it themselves and you're not going to be able to make money on oil changes because every all your customers are going to start doing oil changes themselves. And that's just not true. <laughs> like, nobody wants to get their hands oily or dirty, like, but they appreciate the information and can appreciate that value. Um, so, and I think that's what he does really well, is yeah. that, especially from somebody like me who's an entrepreneur, like, I love, you know, seeing his story, yeah. just seeing the entrepreneurship side of that. Um, being able to pick, you know, that's why he has Ask Gary V. It's because you can physically pick his brain and get, hey, what would what would Gary do in this situation? Um, and that creates a ton of value. And then when he goes and throws that right hook, hey, buy my book. I did. I bought 20. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think I would be responsible for 180 or however many are in my class. So, yeah, yeah I mean, totally so, sold. So, I mean, that's, so, yeah, that's what it's about. And Gary V is all in on Snapchat, right? Are you He all is. In? I'm definitely all in. I haven't quite, like gotten to the musically thing as much as he has um, but you know what Gary's good about is understanding where people's attention is and he knows that you know right now there's a whole another generation that's that's growing that's coming up these are kids that are using this platform that have millions of followers and 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 you know are building millions of relationships and how they're gonna like progress that as they get older the fact that these are these people are one day going to be 20 and they're one day going to be 30 mm -hmm. and so he cares about where their attention is now versus waiting and um i don't know i think that's i think that's interesting you know like so many people look you know he talked about pokemon go like oh like i'm 40 years old like i don't care anything about pokemon go like 
I don't want to play Pokemon Go, but at the same time, it's like, well, you don't you don't understand. It's not necessarily about playing the game as much as it is about understanding, understanding augmented yeah. reality and virtual reality and the direction that we're heading in, in business um, and how that's going to play into a lot of the businesses and social media relationships, everything. Okay, so speaking of that, what's next in social media? What do you see is happening in the next year or two, and how, how are you going to apply yourself? Are you yeah. going to start doing augmented reality and virtual reality? Well, I'll be the first to have spectacles for Snapchat. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've, if you've heard like, yeah, yeah. that, you know, spectacles where they're going to have the little the vi you know, video cameras on the glasses. Um, I think Snapchat is still continuing. Well, it is. It's growing like crazy. Um, I love that they're innovative and that they're at the forefront. Here, here's you know something that was an app, and now it's actually like now we have hardware with it. Um, so I think that's interesting. Augmented reality and virtual reality. I'm not like a huge fan myself in terms of, of like I'm not going out and buying all the equipment right here right now and in my office playing with it. But I can totally see where it's going to have a huge impact. In fact, like the first thing I did when I. Uh, when I started hearing more and more about it was I started contacting fr personal friends of mine who are realtors. And I'm like, you're going to be able to start selling houses before the people even move to Gainesville. They're going to be able to physically like walk through the house and see it firsthand. Like, you've got to stay on top of this. Sure. So I've been trying to advise friends of mine who I think it's going to impact more than it will me, um, you know, to, to just to try to stay ahead of the game. Because yeah. that's what's interesting about the world that we're in right now is that it's a very, very fast game. Yes, definitely. So speaking of fast game, our students are going to be graduating soon. What advice do you give to going out into the professional world? Any tips? Going out into the professional world? I don't know. I've never done that before. <laughs> um, or the entrepreneurial world. It doesn't, yeah. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I still kind of see, even with, you know, I have some students, you know, that work here part-time with us and, the advice that I always continue to give them is to figure out a way to differentiate yourself. Um, you know, act and physically, like today, there's um, career showcase going on at UF. Um, I was that student. I remember wearing my suit and tie and having my resume, and I was going around from, you know, business to business, recruiter to recruiter, shaking hands. And the entire time, I'm thinking to myself, "Oh my gosh, like." never gonna work for you and I just you know and I just knew it was like a light bulb moment for me um, but whether you do work for somebody or you don't it's important to know like who you are and for you to have you know for you to differentiate yourself so basically you know, personal branding personal branding in a lot of ways and absolutely but you know something as simple as like a resume you know like you're taught to to be within this like business form like they're all laid out the same way and they're all like stand out stand out yeah. whether you know I actually had um, an employee who was who was moving to New York and one of the things that he asked me was to edit his resume and I did and I said okay and he was an Air Force helicopter mechanic and the one thing I said I was like the only thing I need you to do is when you hand this to everybody I want you to, to attach a picture of you in uniform in front of a helicopter with a wrench in your hand because it just speaks so much more than the entire resume does. Right, right. You know, and like little things that will make you stand out. Um, and I think resumes, you know, a big part of that. And I always tell people personal websites. <laughs> you know, your your personal colinaustin.com is my resume. Yeah. You know, so if you can go get your domain, build a little portfolio, or build, 
just whatever you're involved in, pictures of you, everything that just makes you stand out. If I am looking at your resume as an employer and I see, okay, okay, this is caught, this person's caught me. Now I'm interested. Now I want to spend a little bit more time. If I have that personal website on there and I go and like go to lisabuyer.com and see, boom, here's everything that I want to know about this person. And that'll help me come to that decision of whether or not I want to bring you in for that interview and so forth. Awesome. Okay, Colin, thank you so much yeah, for joining us and sharing all your Snapchat and business wisdom. Absolutely. Feel free to yeah. scan my code. Yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> forget. So if anybody, anybody wants one, you can go obviously to colinaustin.com. It's on there as well. Or just walk over a couple blocks yeah. from campus. Absolutely. If you need a scooter, showroom. Yep. come get a scooter. You know. <laughs> so well, thank you. Yes, thank you. So thank you, Colin, for sharing You're all welcome. your Snapchat thank you secrets. Thank so you coming. It's been it awesome. awesome having you guys. So if I can help anybody, just let me know. See you in class. Bye. I just did my first interview for a social media class. Social media. Like, I know anything about social media, you know? Thank you for listening to this episode of Social PR Secrets. If you like what you heard, check out the book on Amazon or follow our blog at socialprsecrets.com. This episode was sponsored by The Buyer Group, a social PR agency striving to keep our balance in the digital world, practicing public relations, social media, and search marketing, while occasionally drinking a glass of wine or two for the best creativity and results. Thank you all for tuning in. If you would like to get a free chapter of Social PR Secrets, go to socialprsecrets.com slash free.